Today on the Parenting Podcast, we are picking back up on a conversation that we started last time. We're looking at our parenting years as a family road trip that goes from coast to coast, and we're focusing now on the last portion of our active parenting years, which is the teen years. I'm your host, Cheryl Lang. Listen in as the recording team of Ellen and Christy join me and we process some of what this portion of that road trip entails. Yes, there are challenges, but remember, our goal here at TPP is always to help you and your family flourish and to bring your heart hope. You know, I'm thinking about the road trip and thinking, you know, when my girls were little and we were going somewhere that maybe they needed to be kind of on their best behavior and <laughs> we were almost there, I might turn and say, okay, hey, I turn the radio down and say, hey, we're almost there. I need to talk to you about some things. And that was where I wanted to have some conversations. But I think in this season, we're almost there. Yeah. But the things that I need to say and, and do are investing in the relationship oh, and the, right. the emotional needs that they have. Like, hey, you're almost to adulthood. And yeah. the things I care about is I want us to have this ongoing relationship as we that's arrive good. to San Francisco. Yeah. And so I think that's where that has to move to the front seat, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, It plays out differently yeah. than it did through the others. Season. This is trying to be the most possibly engaged mm-hmm. parent in this season of mm-hmm. all this transition. You're and saying, I'm there for you. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, well, I love that. Yes. But I'm not going to push these ideas on you if you don't want them. And right. that's your choice. But the trick is... They still are in our home, mm-hmm. and yes. we still are the parents, right. and there are places where we may have to draw a line. Right. But or, I think you have to have that discussion right. yes. in the teen years before they get towards the exiting years so that you know this is what we expect if you plan on living at home through your early 20s, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. Well, and I think repeated discussions, there's lots of times yeah. where I'll have to say, hey, I, I try to be super lenient on this kind of thing, and I mm-hmm. want to give you as much freedom as I can, but this is a line I'm going to have to draw right. in this area. Yeah. And so that they can hear, I'm trying to come at yeah. it from your perspective and understand, but I'm also, you know, 25 years older than you and have some <laughs> insight and wisdom. Right. Well, we have like courtesy rules because, you know, when they get older, um, you know, they want to come home really late. Mm-hmm. Well, we want to lock up. Right. So we have to find a happy boundary in there that you don't wake us and the dogs up if you want to come home late. Right. Even if you were just with friends or whatever, either decide to spend the night with your girlfriends or come home a little bit earlier or call us or something. So even though you're older, that's a courtesy thing. It's not a rule. It's just so I think as they get into those years, you remind them these are courtesies, mm-hmm. you know, to us, to other members of the family. We're not trying to tell you what to do, but it's just being courteous. If you were in an apartment and you had a roommate, you'd probably tell them, hey, I'm going to be home late tonight. And I think the amount of respect we extend to them yeah. can almost, not always, <laughs> but almost help them reciprocate that. Yes. Well, but also one of the things, there is a place to put my foot down and yeah. think, no, at 16, you don't have the choice to stay yes. up till 4 yes. o'clock in the morning. We're right. talking no. older at that point. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> or also, if 
they don't have a track record of being trustworthy right. mm-hmm. under certain circumstances or with whatever mm-hmm. it is, what characterizes them. Right. And you have to let them go a whole lot more than you really want to mm-hmm. a lot of times mm-hmm. to give them freedom. Yeah. You know, my kids have heard it many times. With freedom and privilege come responsibility. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. And particularly in the teen years, it's with freedom and privilege comes responsibility and consequences. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what you talked about. Right. But I think what helped me so much from leaving the training years behind and not teaching too much is embracing my new best friend is their teacher consequences yes you know and letting the consequences happen yet that's that tricky balance of when do i need to step in and say this is the line right and then i felt like my job was am i willing to let them pay all those consequences Mm -hmm. or the full brunt of the consequence you know for example i want to do a road trip i just got my license and i want to do a road trip all by myself around the country We'll have to talk about that right. because I'm not sure about letting you take the full brunt of those consequences. Mm-hmm. Right. So just for me, that helped me to sift through where do I release and where do I not. Well, yeah. that's why it's so hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and every kid's different. Yes. Because what you might have let your firstborn do, you realize your third child isn't there. They're mm-hmm. not at the same mm-hmm. maturity level. And that's hard when you have to go, no, you're not. I don't think you're ready to do that. Another year, maybe. And so those, I mean, it's tough. I think that's why it makes it really, even if the kids are being cooperative, it's just tough having to think through those things. Well, I think, you know, you're right. It can be individual, kid to kid. And that's why maybe family rules don't always work Mm -hmm. out very well because different kids need different things. And I think also another thing that can be helpful is to see what's habitual. You know, if something happens once, right. it may be that you don't need mm-hmm. to tend to it. It's just like, gosh, sorry that happened. Yeah. But if things happen are happening over and over and then they're starting to affect other people or school or, you know, other yeah. things that are irreversible, the consequences are a little higher. And so it might be time to step in. Yeah. And, you know, it's hard is sometimes like a driver's license. You can have three kids. And one kid at 16 is ready to get their driver's yeah, license, yep. and the next one isn't. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And having to decide how do we how do we maneuver this, because they really are not ready right. to be driving another year. And will make to a maneuver world of difference. in a way that doesn't bring shame. Right. Yeah. You know, there's nothing wrong with right. you not being at that space yet. Yes. But you aren't. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and weighing the burden of... But I need to release them even if they aren't ready. So Mm -hmm. how incrementally do Mm -hmm. I do this? Mm -hmm. This is what makes it complex. Yeah. To be a good parent here isn't the effort and the busyness that it was when they were little. Right. But it is complex to take and balance these. Mm -hmm. I want to release them and help them develop. But I also have a responsibility um, to... Do that with wisdom. Right. Uh. And I think this is going back to those conversations. That's how we learn where our kids are in their maturity is when we're Mm -hmm. having those conversations, conversations that might be like, hey, you know, I I know this is going on with so-and-so. What were your thoughts on that? And Mm -hmm. hearing how they respond and what thoughts they have on that might reveal to you, you know, when they're like, oh, yeah, mom, I can't believe she's 
yeah. making that choice helps you see. Now, yeah. they might be, you know, pulling your leg on some of that, but. Yeah. You know, and I don't know if you said the word today, but what you're talking about a while ago is what characterizes the person yes. over the long haul. And I think that works both ways. And with my kids, I've used that also. Oh, mom, maybe I said something I didn't remember I said it. And then they go, but you lied, mm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Let's say, what has characterized me mm-hmm. right. over the time you've known me? Right. Have you seen me try to be a person that speaks honestly and has integrity? Mm-hmm. You know? Right. And then want to do the same thing to them. Like right. what you said a while ago about, um, is this a habitual or is it an individual mm-hmm. thing? Are they just pushing to try something out? Right. In their character, what characterizes this person? Mm-hmm. And... Um, I like that word, particularly if it be brought in in a very positive way, because I know, you know, you've been struggling with this, but what I've seen in your life, what characterizes mm-hmm. you oh, as a that. person who sums them yeah. and to affirm them because you're watching them with what you see in their strength of their character. Right. And when they blow it, you can still go back and say, yeah. most of the time I've seen you be very faithful mm-hmm. in this area. So I know something happened. You know, whether you just forgot or got caught up in something. And I was just wondering, because that's not like you. Oh, that's so good. That's when you put your arm around them and say, yeah. oh, we all struggle. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's so hard, yeah. isn't it? So much pressure. And then you go, yes, mom, it mm-hmm. is. You yeah. want the connection right, to have the conversations. Well, and I think that characterization goes both ways, too. And you kind of touched on that about. It's not just what they're characterized by, but what we're characterized by that comes to the table. And, you know, we talked, I think it was last episode about um, creating an atmosphere of repentance without shame, Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. confession without shame. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, there's been times where I have vocalized thoughts of someone that were ugly and judgmental and my kids heard that. Yeah. And... When they hear our attitudes that are negative or positive, I think they often internalize that of if she feels that way about that girl's skirt or whatever the thing I might have judged on, she would feel that way about me. So they're going to say, oh, my confession will elicit shame or judgment rather than the parent that sits next to me with their arm around me and saying, wow. How can I help? Right. Yeah. So we really want to watch our words and, yes. of course, even more so our hearts. But what we're verbalizing to our kids that they're hearing authentically. Oh, he was such a jerk. Right. You know, <laughs> authentically yes. that, you know, we are people of character that yes. they can trust. Because I will say it may look like teens tend to kind of ignore you, mm. but they are watching mm-hmm. all the time. So if you whisper it in the dark, they've heard it. (laughs) They'll remind you. So it's really important on us to work on our character and what we're doing, just what you're saying, Mm -hmm. because we want to keep that relationship. And this is our last season Mm -hmm. till we get to the edge of the Pacific Ocean. This is our opportunity Mm -hmm. to speak into it, to walk alongside you and know. you didn't know you had so many things wrong with you till you have a teenager. <laughs> yes. And that you knew so little. Yes. But see, the humility to receive that from right. them right. keeps an atmosphere mm-hmm. where they feel safe to even say harsh things. Right. Mm-hmm. And we know that there's a boundary in that. Yeah. But 
but mostly that you're not going to, don't talk like that to me, mm-hmm. don't do that. Type. Mm-hmm. If we go back to the teaching mode and we start exercising too much control, they're just going to pull away. Right. And it and, makes you have to say, oh, maybe they're right. Oh, right. Maybe I true. do respond that a way. Maybe, yeah. And that I just, it's just such a habit in my life I hadn't noticed. Well, and to that, I would say, you know, if you are in the, or even when you get to these years of being at the tail end and thinking, I'm almost there, it's very possible that you might be thinking, but I don't have that kind of rapport with my kids or yes. that relationship. And I know that would be true of me in a lot of ways, especially with my older kids. And I think there's always a U-turn available with an yes. I'm sorry, you know, to humble ourselves with our kids and recognize what we've done yes. that was too controlling or yes. too teachy or too preachy or judgmental. They're pretty, I mean, receptive to an apology and humility. Yes. I think is one of the most powerful tools we have. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so I completely agree with you. It's one of the best yeah. things I've ever done, mm-hmm. that when my kids say something or I realize something, yes, you're right. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. Or I just say, yeah, you're right. If I would have known what I know now, mm-hmm. I would have never handled it that way. And I'm still learning. Yeah. I'm going to be learning right. for the rest of your days yes. and the rest of mine. So I've never been an be old lady apology. before. So. <laughs> but just all, all of it. Be new. I've never had this child at this age mm-hmm. or our family, whether you only have one child or you have many, yeah, everything is a mm-hmm. new situation. And so it just comes back to that humility thing that I'm mm-hmm. humble enough to be flexible enough to change and then own up to what I'm supposed to do. What Because that's life, Cheryl. It certainly I mean, is. and that's what we're teaching our kids. We don't have all the answers. All of us have to stay flexible. All of us have to stay open Mm -hmm. and all of us have to be forgiving because life is hard. So think about it, Chrissy, let's say one of yours. Okay, they get to 18 and they leave the active parenting years, whatever they go to. And we didn't do all we wanted to. Or Mm -hmm. you're listening to TPP and say, oh, I blew it so much in that area. I mean, today I'm thinking all the areas I blew it in. But if I'm doing that, I'm so sorry and being genuine mm-hmm. and doing my U-turns and coming back and apologizing. What a wonderful gift, mm-hmm. if you will, at the end of the trip to me bequeathed to them is mm-hmm. I'm willing to talk with you about it and own up to it and apologize. I've gotten phone calls from my 40-year-old kids that'll go, and now they're all raising their children. Hey, mom, when this happened, why'd you do that? And then I explain, oh, okay, because, you know, they never thought about it. Now they're kind of at that crossroads. Well, my mom did this. I remember her doing that. I wonder why she did that. Right. <laughs> so, Well, I got a text the other day from my oldest who was reminding me of something we used to do. And I said, well, a little peek behind the curtain. That was actually code for your dad's been out of town for nine days. I'm exhausted <laughs> and I don't want to fight with anybody. So we're turning the TV on. Yes. And yes. she said, oh, we knew what was behind the curtain. And, <laughs> and so I, I just think, you know, they eventually learn we're human, yeah. you know, and that we yes. have we have emotions, too, and that life is hard for us just like it's hard for them. Yeah. Sure. So here we are wrapping up uh, this active parenting years. And this uh, complicated part of the road trip, anything else that you would leave our listeners with? Enjoy, because that really is the close of your active parenting years. You'll still have relationship, hopefully, 
afterwards, but it really is the closing of an era, both for you and your kids. Mm, And they're going into a totally different world now where they're really going to be in charge of their life. Mm -hmm. And you're going to just be not on the side, but you can come alongside. But they're going to be walking way ahead of you mm-hmm. for wow. for much of their new life. You're feeling like, oh, my kids are growing up. Right. And they're like, yes, yes. My <laughs> life's just beginning. Exactly. So it's kind of a weird, yeah. weird place. And I would say along with seeking to enjoy amidst all the mm-hmm. chaos mm-hmm. is also being excited. Even though our hearts are saying, oh, I don't want you to mm-hmm. move on. But be excited for them. I'm so excited about your next season or what you're doing or who you're becoming or, you know, what this means instead of them feeling like you're holding on to their little, let's say, pajamas, you know, (laughs) pajamas trying to pull them back in that we're not saying go away, but. I'm so excited. Right, right. Life is ahead of you. I love that. Well, I'll stay with the E theme. You said enjoy, <laughs> excited. I would say embrace. Like oh, embrace very good. That's good. even the mistakes, yes. even the consequences, mm-hmm. all the hard things. Just embrace it as a learning lesson for you and for them. And I mean, it's not going to change. They're going to be 35 and still making mistakes. Yeah. I'm 43 and still making mistakes <laughs> and learning from right. my consequences. So I I say embrace just because, you know, I can resist consequences so much because I don't want anything to be hard. But hard things are learning opportunities and good things come from it. So just embrace it all, the good and the bad. Very good. And And I'm sorry goes a long way. Yes. (laughs) Whether they're 20 or 40 or whatever, I'm sorry really Mm. helps. Right. I'll finish with excellent. (laughs) Good. (laughs) Thank you so much. You know, if we were to summarize these teen years, I think we'd all agree it is definitely a transitional time of change. Oh, yeah. And in addition, we're carrying that weight of this being the last major parenting season. Yes. And like we've said, and I really didn't realize up front, the road signs are maybe a little wonky. <laughs> and it's not just drive this straight, flat road for the next 100 miles, but there are curves up ahead and there are U-turns you didn't expect. Mm-hmm. But you know, I love what we all emphasized here in closing, that they're also breathtaking, maybe never to be repeated, beautiful scenic overlooks that we don't want to miss sharing with our teens as we barrel towards the Pacific coast. That's really good. Absolutely. So listeners, remember, hang in there. Keep loving. Keep persevering. Because it's worth it. Thanks for joining us today on the Parenting Podcast. I am just always struck When we look at this season and our relationship with our teens and all that's going on, how easy it was for me to lose sight of our real heart goals as a parent. We do hope our conversation is helping you to process through this season and that you aren't missing those three E's. Enjoy, be excited, and embrace all the opportunities and growth and a relationship with that very special person 
who's getting ready to step into adulthood. We would love to hear some of what your teen season has been like. Get in touch with us. Contact at theparentingpodcast.com or on social media or our website. Next episode, we're going to do some more Q&A and talk about a question that applies to almost all our seasons of parenting. So what about when they lie? Be sure to join us for that conversation on The Parenting Podcast. Thank you.